Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Muse podcast. It is I, after a long hiatus, um, well-needed, well-deserved, well-taken, I am back for another episode. I love podcasting. Um, It's just one of those things that I will always keep coming back to. Um, When I told my sister, (laughs) when I told my sister um, a few years ago, when I started this podcast, that I started a podcast, her first thing that she said was, Oh, it just seems like everybody's starting a podcast these days. And that really hurt my feelings because I was like, it really helped me question the intention behind the podcast. Why am I doing this? And this really ties into our theme for today, which is magnetism. What makes one magnetic? Um, But I really felt like I started this podcast with the purest of intentions. I saw it as a scrapbook. I want to start a scrapbook of the thoughts that I have as it pertains to this Um, piece of value that I want to deliver to people, which is coming into their own. Um, One of the biggest things that I've struggled with in my, within my entire life, I think it's like just that, that burden I've, I've bared on my soul, like my whole life for the most part, it's that thing I need to keep reminding myself over and over again is to stay in my lane, like be my own muse. And by that, I mean, like I've really struggled with comparing myself to other people and always looking for the template. Um, I'm very, I've always been very um, adventurous and I've been very like, I've always been eager to go and do things. But whenever I'm like, oh my gosh, I have this urge to, for example, start a podcast. I have this urge to go back to school and like study psychology. I have this urge to buy a house. I have this desire to whatever, plan a wedding. You know, these are all things that I've done before. I really, really, really kept looking over my shoulder and seeing like, where's the template? Where's the guide? Where's the like step-by-step guaranteed process? How are other people doing it? Because I think I've talked about this many times on, I know I've talked about this many times on this podcast. Um, for me, fitting in was survival growing up. Like seriously, I've, I've moved a lot as a kid and anytime I moved somewhere new, it was like, okay, new kid in school situation. Um, who do I need to be in order to make to, to be liked and to be popular and to be accepted and to be a good student. Um, I think like anytime I started a new semester in college or I, I got a new teacher somewhere, I really studied the syllabus and I thought, okay, what do I need to do to, to get an A, which is normal, right? I mean, that's kind of like average, but think about what that does to your mind and your soul over the years, your body, like, you know, the, the impulses that that teaches you, the gut feelings that gives you to constantly look for the next piece of instruction. Who do I need to be in order to be successful? Just give me the instructions. Give me the template. And I lived that way for a long time. Um, and I remember it started to seep into my social life. Like, what do I need to do to be liked as an adult? Like, I mean, even as, a, as an adult, as a kid, it's kind of like, okay, what shoes do you wear? What video game do you play? Like what's the fad going around these days? And it seems really harmless when you're a kid, but it was like, I was a full blown adult making my own decisions on where I, what I majored in, um, where I lived, who I married. I got married when I was 23. Um, where I was on a Friday night, like you're making all these decisions yourself. You don't have a teacher checking off your report card. Your parents aren't hovering over you anymore. And I just kept asking myself, like, am I doing this intentionally? 
And I kept asking myself that and I lived in the question, am I being intentional with my life right now? Um, I didn't really feel like I was like, there was so many times where I caught myself hanging out with a specific group of people or doing a specific thing or saying things like I would be talking smack about somebody who I didn't even know just because somebody else brought up the conversation. And I realized like, this doesn't feel good. I'd be eating at restaurants that I didn't even actually like, you know, have you ever been like, have you ever gone to like a spot that's really popular or like a bar or somewhere? And you're like, this isn't even good. I don't want to be here. I'd rather be eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich at home or the inverse, of course. Like I just am such a stickler now for being intentional with the things that I do and the life that I live because I have to keep a, like, that's just that thing that you have to, I have to keep a a lookout for constantly is, am I being intentional? Um, so that leads me to today's topic, which is magnetism. Um, It's a little bit of an exciting challenge to think about magnetism because it's not something that's talked about a lot in the mainstream and it's a very, very intuitive thing. Like you just kind of know when you feel attracted to somebody or something Um, or when somebody is attracted to you and you don't really know why. I mean, this is something that I deal with a lot. You could call it insecurity, but something that I have dealt with a lot growing up Even now, when somebody expresses an interest in me, I want to work with you, I want to be with you, I want to be around you, I just want to listen to you talk, which is hilarious coming from someone from a a podcast, but like my inner demons, right, like the the side of me that, um, you know, I struggle with tells me that this person isn't actually attracted to me, and attraction means lots of different things, it's not just like romantic attraction, of course, um, Like this person, you know, you don't have anything to offer. You, you know, this person's just like messing with you, Um, which is a huge like elementary middle school insecurity. I don't know if anybody's ever been like asked out as a joke. I certainly have. Um, Or like someone showed interest in me, like just as like a prank, like that happened to me a lot growing up. And so now I second guess myself a lot when somebody shows interest but with with conscious work with coaching hypnosis helped me big time with this and consciously putting in the effort to become the person that I want to become I healed a lot of those magnetism wounds because sometimes people actually like you (laughs) there's a link uh, not a link oh my god a lyric from one of my favorite singers if you know me, you know I'm like a huge fan of Marina, the singer Marina, formerly known as Marina the Diamonds. Um, but in one of her songs, Fear and Loathing, I think about this all the time. One of her, the lyrics that she just slips in there um, in the one of the verses is, not everyone is out to screw you over. Maybe they just want to get to know you. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, it's really, really powerful. And I do think about it a lot. Um, so what makes somebody magnetic? And I'm talking about um, the intuitive side of it, how it's not something really talked about, because um, we, we, you know, we question ourselves a lot. And sometimes we are attracted to somebody and we ignore all their red flags um, because there's like this inner hurt inside of us that needs to be rectified. I know, as I mentioned briefly at the beginning of this podcast, I have some issues with my sister growing up. And so anybody who ever reminded me of my sister a little bit, um, I thought, well, if I can get this person to like me and they remind me of my sister, 
like their subtleties, their um, their subconscious behaviors, their w- manner of speech, their manner of movement. They remind me of my sister. Um, and therefore, if this person loves me and accepts me, it'll be as if my sister loves and accepts me because I my sister is one of those people in the world who like I always used to put on a pedestal um, a lot. And so think about that. Um, but on a more positive note, on a more conscious note, um, side note real quick before I move on. Um, if you feel like you're struggling with like really ignoring people's red flags or, um, you know, you always choose the things that are just like not right for you, but they seem like perfect in the moment. And then you get in there and you're like, oh my God, this was a big mistake. I used to struggle with that big time, as I mentioned with like my sister, but also with jobs. Oh my God. You ever have that friend who's just like a huge job hopper and they, um, are like always getting a new job every six months. And it's like something completely different than the last job that they had because that friend was definitely me growing up. If you knew me in my college years um, and like post-college years, I had a different job essentially every six months. I worked in an animal hospital. I worked at Starbucks. I worked at various different local coffee shops. Um, and then I started life coaching and I was copywriting and I was a medical scribe and I worked at a front desk. Like I was that friend who was doing different things all the time. And every time I kid you not, every time I was in that job, I was like, Oh my God, this is the one I love this job. I will never leave. As a side note though, I am a manifesting generator in human design and long story short, that just basically means that like, that's my job. Like that's my the meaning of life for me is to explore as many different hats as possible and I don't need to dedicate myself to one thing. Um, but sometimes things are attractive to you because there's like a hurt there. There's like a wound there. Like you're subconsciously attracted to people who treat you poorly. Like my last quote unquote real job, um, which was uh, but the last real job I had, I worked at a daycare and I'm not going to get into that too much in this podcast, but I was treated horribly um, up to the point that I had to get a lawyer involved. Um, but in the first impression, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. Like, I love my manager. She's so amazing. Like there was that magnetism, but it's like almost a false magnetism because it's like, you're attracted to your wounds are attracted to their, like the hurt. It's a whole conversation topic that we'll get into in another episode. Um, But for this one, I want to talk a little bit more about what makes you the type of magnetic that you want to be, right? You don't want to be like calling in all of these people's um, hurts and woundages and like, you you know, you want to bring in all the things that you want, like all the things that you actually desire. You want to have clients, you want to have customers, you want to have people looking at the things you make saying, hey, nice thing you made. Um, You want new friends you want like maybe even a refreshed sense of magnetism with the people in your life already I mean like currently I'm in a situation socially where I see the same people very regularly um and you can absolutely refresh the the attraction that you have between them your family like if you see your family very commonly you can just refresh that um maybe you feel like there's just a lot of um like your your magnets feeling a little weak <laughs> and you feel a little overwhelmed i i i really am thinking of a specific sensation that i feel energetically a lot which is like i feel like my social um what's the word like my social situation is maxed out i don't have any space in my life for new friends 
Um, but there's feels like some dead weight going on in my client roster or in my like friend roster or like, I just want to refresh things. Not that we're like picking and choosing and kicking people out of our lives for no reason, just because, but like, maybe you resonate with that feeling that like, you want to make sure that everything in your life is intentional and that there's a mutual benefit going every way because like this, that keeps just such clean energy open in your life for just such strong give and receive like that's how we make the most money that's how we're the most magnetic that's how we're the most happy that's how we're the most healthy that's how the relationships in our lives are the best is that every relationship in your life is intentional so if you picture a shelf and everything on that shelf represents a relationship in your life maybe you feel like there's just a lot of clutter and a lot of dust and you want to recharge all of that. And, you know, conventional, I feel like these days, conventional advice that I see out there on social media is like, oh, just throw the whole man away. Like I've, I've gotten that advice a lot from strangers about my husband, if he's not perfect in every moment, um, or like, oh, just cut them off. Um, and you don't necessarily need to do that, but there is sometimes like, you know, you got to think about it and be a little intentional with the people that you attract in your life because it's just going to serve you as a creative type in your life, as an entrepreneur, as a friend, as a coworker, as a mother, as a sibling, as a parent. Like, just everything on the shelf represents a relationship. You don't have to throw it all away and buy new ones. And I think that society really encourages that type of mindset like that that microwave mindset that like throw it all away and just buy new ones. Um I just bought a house. So I'm really really thinking about um making my house my best, right? To continue this metaphor. Um and I just don't want to nor do I I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to spend the time on throwing away old things and getting new ones. Like I'm really learning about DIY. I'm really learning about like how to refresh things on a budget because I just realized like it just doesn't feel good to me anymore to throw away a bunch of things and buy new ones. And that goes for my relationships in my life too. I That was another big burden that I grew up with was like I never learned how to work on the problems that I had. I just saw everything as like throw it away and get new ones. Um, so... <laughs> It, it that that also is not what I'm talking about here. Um, I think that that's like kind of just a cop out of cleaning out your energy fields. Like if you can feel like it, it can be a little addicting to just like throw everything away and buy a new everything. And I I do think that society these days really rewards that type of behavior because it's easy and we do love novelty and we love new get buying new things, making new friends when ultimately you'll find yourself in a place of dissatisfaction because you don't know how to tend to anything or care for anything. Um, that goes for physical items as well as relationships. So how does one become magnetic? Becoming magnetic is refreshing all of the energy in your relationships, in your life, with your clothing, with your you know, um, with your voice, like the, the way that you present yourself. So my number one trick to having a, a life of, of magnetism where things are drawn to you, um, and they all feel in alignment, like the friends you're making are in alignment. You're making money that you feel good about making rather than like, ugh, just another check of, you know, I, I resonate with this feeling so much in these jobs I used to have is like, I'm just making another check. <sighs> It's just another check for a thing that just doesn't feel like enough for what I have to put up with. Like, I totally resonate with that feeling. Um, but my number one trick, and this comes with time to integrate, absolutely, 
is being yourself on such a radical level. What would it mean for you to be more honest and authentic in your everyday interactions? What would it mean for you to take off the mask that you wear around certain people? Or honestly, I think most of us spend uh, at least 50% of our social time on social media. Like the time that you spend congregating with other people and speaking with other people is remotely. I'm sure that you probably have some friend that you've never really even met in real life, but they're your friend. Um, we got a sad baby here. Okay, we're back. This is the reality of, of, uh, parenthood. And, um, I love podcasting. I'm not going to stop podcasting just because I have a baby. So currently August is in my arms. He's two months old and he is sucking his thumb. So, so you might find the notion of like, just be yourself, just do it. Like live out loud, right? Like I'm sure you've heard that advice a lot everywhere and I will continue to give that advice because I think it's really good advice. But why should we live out loud? One, and this is one of the huge tenets of this podcast, is that you deserve to be creatively expressed. You deserve to leave proof and a legacy behind that you were there and that you had an impact on the surroundings around you. You do not deserve to live a life where you just kind of skate by and do the bare minimum if you do not want that. I think that um, as an artist, and you don't have to be literally a painter to be an artist, I think art is anything that you create and leave behind and leaves you feeling very fulfilled. You have that right to create. You also have the right to be loved and to be seen and witnessed for your authentic self. So why do we choose to live out loud? Because I absolutely believe that your best life is on the other side of the fear of what if they don't like me if I do this. And it sounds overly simplistic. Like, in fact, I'm sure you could fit that on a bumper sticker somewhere, stick it on your car and call it a day. I am my most authentic self. But it really is this lesson that just absolutely comes in layers for me. So back to the analogy of being of like having that dusty shelf full of products that you don't even use. Like imagine if your life was like a shelf and what do you put on the shelf? And what is intentional on that shelf? And is it dusty? And is it, you know, how is it stacked? And how is it layered? And and do you use all the products? And are they on their expiration date? Like, you can think of your career, your friendships, your relationships, the stuff you own, literally, you can always think of it that way. And that analogy really helped me. Um, but I know back in 2016, I felt like the shelf of my life was just dusty. I felt energetically dusty in my body. I felt dusty in my social interactions. I felt like I couldn't do anything without overthinking everything. And what happens when you overthink every little thought in your head? Like your brain is just being used up and is at absolute capacity for everyone else's opinions. And I just felt like I was going to explode. And I did. Um, in 2017, 2018, Um, A lot of you who knew me back in the day, you probably witnessed this. I just exploded creatively. I started multiple businesses. I started teaching yoga. I was like posting on Instagram every day and people were like calling me, asking me, are you okay? Did you join a cult? Did you like break up with Evan? Because a lot of times that people who um, have breakups, (laughs) um, like out of abusive relationships, like you see them kind of just like explode with joy. And I'm a firm advocate that you should have that energy of like that, that woman that just got out of a toxic relationship or whoever it doesn't have to be a woman, but I, I can think of many women in my life who've just like broken free of a toxic relationship. 
have that energy, heavy, heavy on that energy, but no toxic relationship that you um, <laughs> that you need to break free from. I've been married for almost five years and I reinvent myself in these little ways all the time without ever having something that I actually need to break free from. So on the other side of that creative explosion, um, a lot of people out of nowhere were like, hell yeah. Like people wanted to hire me, like people who are on my Facebook friends list who I didn't even know found me. They were referring me. They're like, hell yes, I am into this. And it was like really exciting just to see that validation for my creative explosion, like my creative wave. Um, and of course, magnets also repel. So I lost a lot of things. If you're cleaning out your junk drawers, if you're cleaning out the shelves, there are some things that have expired and you absolutely should throw them away. Or maybe there's something that you had for a period of time. You didn't use the full bottle. Like I'm thinking about how I had an acne breakout. So I bought some acne cream. I used about a quarter of it and then I didn't need it anymore. So should I hold on to it because I paid for it or should I move on with my life? And I mean, I hate to compare people with two items, but it's like just to, to give your brain a good way to picture what is going on in your life when you're not cleaning out the shelves, being intentional. And maybe sometimes some things got to go from the back shelf to front and center and you got to polish it off a little bit and reinvent things constantly. Um, and that's how you become magnetic. It's this consistent peeling back of the layers and remembering who you authentically are. Um, when I got dogs and got a baby, <laughs> um, I felt like there was a whole other layer of people who said, oh, hell no, I'm not into this. Like, I don't like dogs. I don't like babies. I don't want to be around that as well as a whole layer of people who were like, hey, I totally get it. I resonate. I'm a dog person too. I'm a baby person too. There's going to be people who are listening to this podcast right now and hear Uggs in the background hicking, hiccuping and making his little happy noises. He's just like talking. I mean, he, he's looking at his mobile above him and smiling and making little happy noises. And if he ever cries, of course, I'm going to stop and hold him and give him whatever he needs because I love him so much. But someone's going to listen to this and be like, I can't jive with the baby noises. I just can't do it. And someone else is going to be like, oh, my God, that's totally I totally get it. Like, I love babies or I have a little one, too. And it's so refreshing to listen to a podcast where they're not constantly trying to silence the children. I mean, I've been around that energy before. and It's really stressful. Like when someone has a baby and they're just like trying so hard to keep the baby calm and quiet that they're stressing out everyone around them. When if you just like let the child play a little bit and just kind of be and not. Like I think about wearing a cover over your baby's face when you're breastfeeding in public and then the baby gets even more fussy because babies don't like to have covers over their faces when they're eating. Anyway, my point is I want to challenge you to peel back one layer. I think one easy thing that you can do... (laughs) One easy thing um, that you can do is... On social media, that's just like everybody has a phone probably or a computer or something. You probably have social media if you've heard about this podcast. Post something on social media that you would just share or text to a friend. Um, It's going to make you feel so much more authentic. It's going to take off maybe a layer of stuffiness. If you've been curating an image, like let your hair down a little bit. Um, I know for me personally, I tell the story a lot about how when I started working out without a shirt on, I used to always like be that kid that wore a t-shirt at the pool because I was like embarrassed by my fat. 
But then now as an adult, I don't work out with a shirt on anymore, like barely, because the benefits are huge. You can feel your body. You can feel your muscles working. It's like you can hear the transmission between you and your body's intuition so much better. Um, and I just feel like I released a whole layer. And again, that has repelled some people for problems that are theirs and not mine. And it's drawn other people to me. And the more that we fine tune this, the more that we kind of like take a, like, um, I think of like a little hammer and a nail, like as if you're sculpting a, a masterpiece, the more that you can, you know, get in there and scrub it out with a toothbrush and just get anything that's not meant to be there and refresh all of your channels of abundance, I like to say, um, the more that you can hear your inspiration, the more that you can live a more creative life, the more you can come up with your next big money-making idea, the more that you can just live your best life. And I firmly believe that. And hey, I'm not going to say it hasn't been painful before. Um, in 2017, I... When I had... Wow, Augie is so talkative. Uh, this is my podcast, dude. Um, in, well, hey, at least he's happy. <laughs> Uh, in 2018, when I had my creative explosion, I got a lot of nice comments and I got a lot of mean comments. And I also noticed that people in my real life were either like more excited to see me when I say real life, I mean like in person, um, they're either like really excited to see me and they wanted to talk about something that I had posted or something that I had made or some move that I did in my life, which it felt so good to finally be the person making moves because I feel like my whole life leading up to that point, I was just like consistently on the sidelines of my life. Um, yeah, it was, it was really scary. Uh, but for me to finally be the one who makes moves. And then there are people who saw me in person and are just like really awkward around me. And I just want to say like, that is life to repel and to attract and to fine tune so that we get the way, get like, get into the way where we are just living a life full of grace, where things just feel easier and you really have to feel it to believe it. But I want to challenge you to take one step this, this week um, as soon as you can and just like let your hair down a little bit maybe don't work out without a shirt on that's what I did um, just live in such a liberated way and we don't do so just so that we can take a picture and say look I'm so liberated I'm so free but so that we can get better results in our life so that we can receive more we can be more in alignment with the people around us we can look around at our lives and say yes because I don't think that the secret to life is happiness and find joy in every, I mean, yes. But I think a lot of people are kind of chasing their tails of like, what's the secret to happiness? How can I just be happy? I want to be happy. This isn't making me happy. I don't think happiness is what we should all strive for, like 24-7 happiness. I mean, joy, yes, you can find joy in the littlest things. I think the secret to life is alignment and being more in alignment is to be more of a strong magnet. So how can you clean your magnet and show up greater and just live bigger? And taking things off your plate that you don't want to do, things that just exhaust you but you feel like you should do because everyone else is doing, that is draining your energy. And people want to be near, like, it's just, it's subconscious. People want to be near somebody who who just feels refreshed. Like it doesn't matter what you look like or what you do for a living, like contrary to what lots of people think, it just feels, sorry, my, my, my baby is so funny. It feels really good to be around somebody who is just standing in their power and standing in their magnetism and saying, this is who I am. 
and I'm holding space for you if you want to sit in my circle. And if it's not for you, there must be another place for you. Or in fact, why not be your own muse and create your own space? If someone else is, if someone else is like repulsing you, like they're just giving off that repulsive energy, create your own space. And I say this with lots of love and lots of experience to back me up on this one. Um, so go out there, take one small step to putting out a more authentic face it might even be noticing that the way that you speak to different people really changes. Like, oh my God, I'm so this person around my parents, but I'm so this person around my friends, but I'm so this person around the guys I'm going on dates with. Just check in, just check in and make one small, small step towards a more creative life in alignment with you and your beliefs and just see how good that feels. Really tap in and that like that is that is awesome. That is the purpose of life. I love you all. Um please follow me on social media, Katie Skinner H on Instagram. Um I have a Facebook group as well called Be Your Own Muse. I'll include that on the links. Um I'm so grateful you're here. Thanks for hanging out with August and I. Um tune in until next time. <laughs>